Good morning, my friends. How are y'all doing today? So the time you're going to be listening to this, I will probably be at the gym. And I really like to start my day off with a cup of coffee, just sitting, relaxing. I need, I'm not one of those people, my boyfriend, he woke up, his alarm went off, he got ready, and he went to jiu-jitsu which is something he's very passionate about, and I love that for him. Uh, but I need my one hour before working, before exercising, before doing anything. Like, I need that time. Anyways, it is 6.30 a.m., and I figured now is the best time to talk to you guys. And the reason why I've been postponing this episode is because, as you may have noticed, I changed a design and the name of the podcast Uh, I realized that the quarter life crisis no longer fits what I wanted to talk about. Um, And because this episode talks about mental health, um, you know, challenges, but more specifically from now on, how I've been dealing and how people can deal with losses, traumas, healing, Uh, breakups, really like big challenges. And I don't want this to be a dark, you know, podcast, but it's hard to talk about those things. And it's hard for me to, because every time I have to talk about it, it reminds me that my dad has been disappeared slash gone probably for the past three months, uh, almost three months. And that is uncomfortable, and I don't like remembering that. But you know what? If it's going to serve other people, if it's going to inspire other people, if it's going to at least provide a sense of, wow, that is what happens to others, let me appreciate my own life a little bit more, then I'm here for it. And I think I think that's the main takeaway is... I don't want you to sit here and cry and feel bad and any of those things. I really want you to get inspired, um, to seek change in your own life and to look for better ways of bettering yourself because that's what the purpose of life is, I came to realize. So the mind, body, spirit, which is my last name, so hopefully you catch that, otherwise it just sounds really silly. Um... It's just my new approach because, you know, yeah, as a quarter life crisis is right now when I'm going through my 20s, but hopefully I will pass my 20s and I will be in my 30s and 40s and 50s. And well, we don't know how technology is going to be, but I always want to remember that no matter the season you are in your life, no matter the age you are you're now, you are right now, um, you are deserving of healing and challenges and they don't need to be associated with, you know, 25 years old or just this period of your life so i hope you enjoyed this new series i hope that you can uh, listen to it share with friends it's very important i'm trying to hit a specific number by the end of the year and i count with you so with that being said i have for you today a little life update because i always enjoy doing that but we can keep that for the end and five things that i've learned while going through the biggest challenge of my life, which has been, you know, my dad. Um, But I'm also going to compile that into when I went through a a break or lash breakup 
with my now boyfriend um like how that fell and like what you can take away like five lessons that i've learned from my biggest life challenges so far and the first one that i've been really stoked by wait a minute i need to sip my on my coffee is that you can't force people to show up for you the same way you have shown up for them. And I know this is going to hurt. And trust me, I'm the first person to be like, damn, this is so unfair. Or damn, why has to be that way? Like that is not a real friend. That is not a real family member, whatever they are. But that is the truth. People are in their own bubbles. Let me tell you guys. Before all of the situation with my dad, I, whenever, you know, Ian and I talk about marriage one day, blah, 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 initially I wanted a huge wedding. I was like, I have so many people to invite. Like, I don't care if we talk like, you know, just a few times, but if you are in my life, you're important to me, you are going to get an invite and it's up to you if you don't go, right? And then the situation with my dad happened. And people that I was expecting to reach out, people that expecting to show up for me, how I showed up for them, friends, best friends, people that I really cared about, like name it, list it, did not show up for me how I wanted or how I expected. And do not worry, um, most of the times I, I let it know, like, hey, that is not cool. But there's just so much of that that you can do to others when it's their choice to show up for you or not as as your friend, you know, and I felt them. I, I was like so good to this person. I did so much for this other. I did, and it's not like keeping tabs of like, I'm gonna, you know, be for you, there for you so you can be there for me one day. But it's, it's interesting. Um, it's, it's a different pain when you are betrayed by people that are alive, you know, and you feel powerless and you feel like you haven't been chosen and left out. And it's like, why? And I get it. Some people don't know how to do it, right? Some people are just like, well, I think she just wants to be alone, whatever. But that list of people that I had from 200, 300 now is like 10. And I'm not even kidding, including family members, including childhood best friends, including, or not best friends, but like childhood friends, including like, People that I, I, it's just, it's crazy. And it makes me sad, but at the same time, I think it has a huge lesson that like, choose carefully who you want around you. And I mean, so carefully that you may think, well, I only have a couple friends and that has always been me, always. I was like, well, I'll never have a bachelorette because I don't have many girlfriends and the ones that I do, they all live in either Brazil or Miami or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, that's never happening. Great. Uh, but I was fine with that. I was like, you know what? It's okay. Um, but I tell you that because you want that kind of friend that is going to show up for you how they're like, how you're going to show up for them. And I know that's rare and I know that's difficult. And I know sometimes we think they are those people and like me, like I, I thought I had those friends until a really challenge happened and I no longer had those friends. And that is something that you have to consider and have to really build into making when you're making friendships, especially as an adult, because it's extremely hard and challenging. Um, 
keep that in mind, you know, or at least, you know, you don't have to be each other's best, best, oh my God, I'll ride or die friend, but like, then have that in mind so you don't uh, crush your expectations if one day you need them and they're not there for you because unfortunately that's gonna be a lot of people and that's a big lesson that I've learned. The second lesson I've learned is that nothing matters and everything matters at the same time. And if you've seen the movie, uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, it's an exactly perfect like description of life for me through my lenses right now. Because I think, well, it's not like people say, oh, you may you know, have breakfast with your family, leave to go to work and never come back. It's, it's a real direct impact. It's, um, it's like I see this just hap- is happening to me or for me, whatever. And it's a scary feeling, right? It's like, well, I shouldn't care that much about this stress. I, this person cutting me in traffic. Uh, the fact that it didn't work out today, yada, 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 because nothing really matters. Like, why am I upset over this? I can die today. Like, it sounds so ridiculous, but it's so much the truth, right? But at the same time, everything do matters. Every little thing. And it's a, it's a, a huge contradiction and irony of life, but like, Everything you do matters in a sense. And I was talking to you and my boyfriend the other day and I was like, the fact that I have feelings and I'm upset and I'm sad and heartbroken and heartbroken that this happens to my dad and and I get angry and I get frustrated and all of that. All these emotions means nothing but I'm alive and life is happening. Life as we talk is happening. And we lose control and sense of that because it's, constantly and infinite like it's just all the time but it is and when we stop to think for a second and we really think like hey I'm upset right now but me being upset means I'm alive means I'm going through life's challenges it kind of gives you a little hope right I, I don't know it has been for me it's been like these emotions are valid me being upset right now means I went through something horrible I have been I am so you know, I embrace that I'm alive today and that is the most grateful thing I am for. Uh, So that is my second challenge. Nothing, uh, my second advice, slash not advice, but things I've learned is like nothing matters, but everything do matter. The third thing is you... You are more in charge of your happiness than you think you are. And I know I, I, I spoke about this a lot and, and we all think that, but it's really true, guys. And I think I've made a commitment to myself that I'm not never gonna do things that make me unhappy for the simple fact of my own mindset, thinking that that's what I have to do. Because that's what we do, right? We stay in a job that we don't want and we don't love because we think, no, but realistically, the market is bad. Um, I, I just give more six months. Let me just give one more year. Let me just make X amount of money. 
And although all of those things are valid, I'm not telling you quit your job right now. I'm telling you how many times have you lied to yourself and said, you know, something when in reality you knew that just, oh, sorry, that's just not what actually makes you happy. Like we all know, we all have that sense of like, I know what I'm doing, you know, I know that I'm lying to myself, but we never admit that. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. You are in charge of your happiness more than you do. So people are in relationships that don't feel them and they know that and they stick with them and they create excuses and stories and it's sad. It's so sad. And it's like, what are you doing? Oh, but this, oh, but that, oh, but relationship, oh, but my boyfriend, come on, you know, you're unhappy and you are in charge of your happiness. So, hence, you have to do something about it. You know, same for dreams and, and saying, oh, I'm going to book that ticket. And, you know, let's say you have that money, but you're like, yeah, but, you know, I don't have the time. I have responsibilities. Guys, we all have responsibilities. We all have 24 hours in our day. If you do not realize that you are the only person that is going to wake up and change your life for the better, then you're going to stuck to a very unhappy life for a long time. And like I said, we may not have a lot of time. So, again, just be your own person. Another sip of coffee. The fourth, <laughs> the fourth, the fourth lesson that I've learned since my dad's disappearance, <laughs> this is so sad to say, is that People will cope differently through emotions, right? And we all know that. But you have to be more okay than you think with that reaction. What I mean by that is that, you know, I, had, I, I was raised in one way. My two siblings were raised in different ways, although similar but different in slightly different ways. And we are each going through our own path and it's lovely to see that I saw this the other day. Your parents are going to leave, you know, hopefully or how things are in life, like before you do. And your family and partners are going to come, you know, typically later in life. And your siblings are the only ones that stay with you for the rest of your life, like throughout the whole thing. And... We're each going through our own thing, but I feel this connection with them of like, they are the only ones that know exactly what I'm going through. Not through a lens of like, my, you know, ex-husband or my child, but my the lenses that are my dad. My dad, my person, my best friend. That's what happened to him. And like, and even in that scenario, they are all each going through their own emotions and feelings and reacting in so many different ways. I'm an expressive person. I talk about it. I find coping mechanisms in writing, in, in publishing that, in expressing my love, in, in communicating, in making a podcast, in, in sharing photos. My brother deactivated his Instagram or he's just deleted everything or archived whatever. He's a very, like, you know, he's very different. And he he's dealing in his emotions in his own way and in his own pace. 
Same with my sister, dealing in a very different way. And I could say that for an example, a breakup. Um, if you're going through a breakup right now, for instance, it's hard and it sucks. It really does suck. But when we do go up through a breakup, we often think that person is better or I am better. You know, they don't care about me. They're not feeling the pain that I feel. They are not healing the same way that I'm healing. They are not pursuing the same things that I am pursuing. Like maybe, you know, the, your maybe your partner of five years just broke up with you and now he's dating another person or they are they are in clubs every day and you are eating ice cream and watching friends for the third time crying on your couch. That was me for a little bit. So uh, sorry if it relates to well. Um, and neither of you guys are right or wrong. It's just people deal really differently through challenges and through circumstances. Some people like to avoid, avoid talk about it, avoid remembering it, avoid uh, sensing they've lost anything because to accept it and to feel it means they have to acknowledge they no longer have what they once did. If it's a life, if it's a person, if it's a lifestyle, whatever it is, it means admitting it and it hurts and it hurts. It hurts so bad. So don't punish yourself for feeling the way you feel, but also don't punish others. And um, I know it's hard, but trust me, people are going to feel in their own pace and they're each going through their own thing. And the last advice I have for you or thing that I've learned that I already kind of knew before, but I, I've really like these are all advices that I've really implemented into my life since that happened. Words after you speak, you can take it back. And you're going to understand this better. But if you are angry, if you're going through something, if you are sad, whatever it is, and you say and you don't think about what you're saying because of those emotions, you just like say them to a person, to your family member, to your boyfriend, whatever it is. Guys, be careful. Once you say them, you can take things back. Yes, you can apologize. Yes, you can have a conversation. But some things stay, even through forgiveness. And that's something I've learned because I will be very honest. I have been very angry. I've said that before and... I mean, I am fine for most of the time, but sometimes I lose my thing. And some people say, Carol, it's completely justifiable. Like, people have to understand. Oh, I, I think so too, right? I do think so too. But, however, it is on me. And I know that I sleeped by telling people things that I didn't really mean just because I was really upset with other things, right? It's like it's like you're so uh, stressed with work and you get home and you is and you are like mean to your partner. And it's like, "Damn, what did I do? I, I'm just seeing you now." It's like, "Oh, but you always did this." Are you It's like, "Come on, what is the real reason you are upset?" 
So maybe with this advice means understanding your emotions better and putting them into the right boxes. And I'm not saying from time to time the people that love you and around you, they're not going to have a, a splash of your emotions of, or the, your reaction. What I'm saying is that it's on you to actively and purposefully classify and understand your needs and your emotions so you don't make other people's lives worse. It's not on them. They don't have fault. Um, and it's hard. It's hard because sometimes I, I look at people and I'm like, you don't deserve to be happy. I'm unhappy. You have no idea what I'm going through. Like, try your dad being disappeared, maybe kidnapped. I literally have those feelings. And I will be completely honest. Sometimes those are my thoughts. It's like, oh, you're so happy, right? Now imagine if all of a sudden you you send a message to your father and you never get a response back. And I know that's dark and I know that's mean. But that's literally some of the thoughts that I have in my head. You know, when someone's like, oh, I didn't have a good day. And I'm like, well, you are alive. Be happy. And it's like, I I know that I got to relax. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, words after you say them, like, they shape who you are and they shape how other people see you. Especially if it's people that you love and care about. Imagine if we just all dump our traumas and past experiences and challenges into each other. That would be a hell of a world. Like, trust me, it would be so hard. And there's groups for that, right? Like, I haven't been to one yet, but I want to. It's like there's supportive groups, there's psychiatrists, there's people that are, like, there for that, right? There are places that you can do that, that you can journal, you can record yourself talking, whatever it is. Or if you have a friend that says, like, hey, you know, Whatever you are feeling, even if it's the most negative emotions, send it to me. If that if that's the, what they say, then, you know, I don't know, that's your thing to do. But what I'm saying is, like, don't just go blaming on people and being mean and being angry. It's like I said in the beginning, people are may not going to show up for you. Remove them from your life, you know. You already have too much on your plate to think about what other people are reacting, what they are thinking, what just, just, I think it's a time if you're going through a challenge, a breakup, a unemployment, uh, to be a little bit more reserved. Uh, and that's coming from a girl who is exposing her challenges into a podcast. Uh, great. Take my advice. But seriously, besides this, I don't go and and share a lot to other people. I have a couple people in my life that I, f I trust and I can talk to. But for everything, there's a time, there's a place, and there's a tone. Uh, and we all have to be more aware of that. So these were my five amazing, great <laughs> advices slash lessons that I've learned since my dad has disappeared. And... I'll probably stop saying that. I would just say, like, since my life challenge, whatever. It's still very hard. I still don't know how to navigate. And that's okay. I use humor a lot to cope through this time, uh, as a lot of people do uh, when they're going through a challenge. Um, but, yeah, I will give you guys a little life update because I have 
things happening for me and I have good things and I have happy days and happy things happening. So I want to share work. I've been loving my company is the best company ever, uh, especially for this type of work development. Uh, maybe it's my team, maybe it's the people that I'm working with, but I feel so grateful. I feel so blessed. I'm happy with my pay. I'm happy with my team. I'm happy with all of it. And I love it because like, I see right now people traveling a lot, like during summer for like, whatever it is, right? Like vacation. And I like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I was in Europe. And then I'm like, I lived in the capital of the United States. Like there, it doesn't get cooler than this. Sorry. And I just have to remind myself of how grateful I am for where I live, for where I am. Like, it's just beautiful. And with my job, I'm just feeling like very lucky um, to be right now where I am. But in terms, talking about trips, I am going to Brazil on for a month at the end of the year. I should not release my specific dates. I have to be more aware of that. But I'll be going to Brazil for a month at the end of the year. I can work outside the country. It's I'm very excited for that. Uh, I need to be with my family. I need to be with my siblings. I miss them. I want to hug them. Uh, yeah. Um, I moved. I, I'm going to El Salvador for work as well. Not going to say when, but it's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later. Uh, but I'm excited. I'll also be there for probably a month. And again, it's just, I can feel, I can feel that with this job, it's just the first of many trips that I'm going to take uh, through work. And that is amazing. I'm very excited. On a different note, um, I am completely moved in with Ian. We are living in a beautiful two-bedroom, two-bath space. Um, we are not sure where life's going to take us next year. He's applying for law school. Um, but for now, and he reminds me that every single day, I'm happy where I am. We are making this apartment our home, at least for the time being. Uh, because home is where your heart is. And he is here. My job is here. My dog is here. There's not much more that I can ask for. My mom was here for a month. My sister, I was so blessed to be around them. Ian's mom is coming. I'm, I, I love family so much. Family is so important to me. And I feel very grateful to have that around me. Um, so, yeah, I, I've moved, I moved in. Um, I'm also very focused on fitness, although I went yesterday, I went to a Post Malone show and I'm literally walking and there was this little heel thing that I didn't notice and I'm pretty sure that I, uh, twisted, no, how do you say, is sprinkle my ankle, sprinkle my ankle and I fell really hard on my knee and my knee is horrible. So I couldn't work out yesterday and I was really upset. And then I had to remind myself that like, I'm alive, you are. <laughs> so just kidding. But I was, it's okay. Sorry. It's okay to take a day or two. How long you need to, you know, heal yourself physically, mentally, do whatever's best for you. But with that being said, I have this goal in mind and I have six weeks to complete this goal. And if I'm able to complete it, then I'm going to launch 
something for you guys. So that is very exciting. I'm working on it. Uh, it's hard to try to manage something when you have like a, a real job and there's not much time in your day. So maybe that's why I'm waking up at 6.30 and recording this podcast so early so I can go to the gym and then, you know, I can just do my thing for the rest of the day. But like I said, guys, the, the day only has 24 hours and it has for everybody. So if you're giving yourself excuses like, oh, I want to try this book, but I don't have time. Oh, I wanted to work out, but I have kids. Oh, but I wanted to cook, you know, meals, but I work in the office. Stop. Just stop. It's exhausting and you're going to do that for the rest of your life. I think if there's one thing I can't stand is people that complain about their lives. Like, I'm so sorry. I, it really pissed me off. And I go and I say that to everybody. Like, my mom, she's like, I work really hard. Like, I, 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 ha I don't have no time for myself. I have no time to go to the gym. And I'm like, mom. It's your life. Nothing matters. If, if it's your life and it's your health, like literally, literally nothing matters more than this. Why are you giving yourself so many excuses? And the same goes to my friend who doesn't know whether to move or another friend whose relationship is what it's like, guys, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, but like if there's one thing I'm committed, I said, is to like not be that person. If it's not making me unhappy, For a period of time, not only today or tomorrow, I'm not saying just like, again, when there's a challenge, just quit. But if you're constantly giving yourself those excuses, you gotta rethink your life ASAP. So that's my last advice for you. Um, but right now, everything in my life seems, um, I'm trying to, to think it's pretty beautiful mentally I'm getting better I've never been someone that uh, through challenges just lays down for days and months you know I I know some people are and I get that it's depressing it's sad but like I say what is the alternative if this is life what is the alternative to the challenges give up nope Not here, not me. I love life. And I want to be grateful for it. So I love you guys. I've missed you. I miss talking to you. I hope that this you can take something away from this episode. And yeah, please take care of yourself more than anything in this world, okay? Love you guys.